Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Conjuring houses for sale. It's in Rhode Island because everything creepy comes from New England. Right. And is it, wait, isn't it's that one point two million? Somebody bought it two years ago for four forty. Who do you think you are? Four hundred forty thousand dollars. Yeah, but I think they bumped it up because they were like, "We got three ghosts in here." Listen, it's four bedroom, five ghosts, two baths. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> wait, go back to that two baths. Wait, you said two baths? Is it upstairs? Downstairs? Right. There's yeah, four yeah. bedroom, five ghosts, two baths. No, no, no. Go back. Go back. Five ghosts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there was a murder in the basement. What? <laughs> what are the, what's the plumbing like? Is mm. there parking? Yeah, there's no plumbing. Ample parking? Uh, There's no plumbing because of all the blood. There's no coming. plumbing because you're going to shit your pants. So <laughs> right. there's no point uh, in putting in no a toilet. There's no septic tank anymore. Uh, no, we, got we couldn't of... get through the cemetery. Yeah, I'm sorry, really what? Yeah, there's no septic tank. And the other no, thing the other is part. it's really hard to go out the front door because there's this black figurine that keeps sort of blocking it. Right, right, right. Yeah. I he mean, has, what are those things called? A scythe? A what? Scythe. Huh? The thing that death carries. Oh, like a sickle? Sickle, a scythe. You a say scythe. tomato. <laughs> Isn't it a scythe? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, scythe. Scythe cell anemia. I'll just have a scythe salad. Oh my god! Do I look scythe today? It feels like it's a slender. So slender the Conjuring the House for sale. Should I buy it? Is the Conjuring House the one with the doll in the basement? Or no, that's different. That's but again, New England. What is that's that? in Connecticut. That is the Warrens. Elizabeth Warren. What? No, Senator? <laughs> that's not right. Senator. <laughs> Senator Warren. I'm sorry I was late. Um, that doll held me up because it possessed me. And I Senator get Warren, please put the doll down. We need your vote. I'm not holding her. She's holding me. Lorraine Warren. There's her name. I was like, Lorraine Warren and whatever the guy was. Everybody's dead now. They had a house in Connecticut not far from where my jewels grow, grew up. Which could you imagine being living next door to the Warrens knowing that like things... They, you know how you've seen the movies, right? So they'll take the, the one with Vera Formiga, right? Yeah. When they have all the shit in their house, all the shit in the and basement like, that is haunted. Whatever you guys do, thanks for babysitting. Just whatever you do, don't go into this unlocked room. Okay, great. That's exactly what First happens thing you in do the is movies. Like you order pizza, you have sex with your boyfriend, and then you go into that room, and then you go and you talk to the doll. Yeah. And then you unlock it because yeah. what could go wrong? And then you look up microfiche because that's in every horror movie ever. People going. <laughs> Did you have to do that in high school? <laughs> yes. It oh took forever. And you'd have to make a request being like, can I see the Arlington Advocate from May 1985? And they didn't have enough organization to be able to give you the exact date. So you're you like through sifting newspaper. through the whole year. Yeah. 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 They, they, you know, that is something that people just don't understand. Other than like the cord in the kitchen to the phone where it's like you decapitate your mom because you're trying to like, I'm your clothesliner. Right. Yep. The microfiche, because now all you have to do is Google. You kids don't appreciate. Back in my day, Seriously. I had to go to the Robbins Library and ask for 1984 <laughs> in microfiche. Or getting up and turning the channel on your, your television. Oh, yeah. That's the only reason that people had kids. Yeah. 
in like the 70s and 80s. They're like, well, if anybody's going to turn this channel, we better start having children. My parents had like that giant like uh, coffee table slash television that Mm -hmm. was like a piece of wood. And then you go to my grandparents' house, and I'm like, why don't we have a TV like this? They had the remote with the five metal buttons where it was like... Oh, and it took like all of your thumb power to push the button Literally down? not made out of plastic, made out of metal. Metal. And every time you're like, I swear every garage is opening right now. But you'd like full palm it mm-hmm. when you'd be like, somebody change it to CBS. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to just jump on it. It took all of your arm. Like you had one really strong hand, mm-hmm. one huge strong hand. Anyway. Anyway. Anyhow. So I think that we should look into it. And they interviewed because it's now for sale and it's a big thing. And it looks like hell. It looks like a gold miner's shack from 1940. Like, they didn't do anything to it. They just lived in it for two years, barely. But but literally barely because they were like, well, what's your advice for living in this house? And they were like, don't. Um, don't <laughs> buy it from us. Don't do it. It said something like, and I know I'm paraphrasing, but I know the word gently was in there. What's your advice for living in the conjuring house? Well, you want to enter gently and slowly. <laughs> I was like, it? is this anal? Yeah, or is what is this? A <laughs> uh, gay man's house? Uh, you want to first, you might want to have a cocktail. You might want to have some conversation. Just a little, um, I don't just know. Just some light conversation just, with a ghost before just you like get some in. Some light caressing and then um, yeah. maybe just a, gr- a great warming lube. Nothing too of, hot. Yeah, yeah, just a little. Yeah. And, uh, Nothing to stain the sheets about. Maybe make some dinner beforehand. Yeah, Salmon. Yeah, just and also know when you're you're when you're pushing. You know what I mean. Eat lightly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and literally everything they said sounded like it. They were like, "Don't go in there gently. full." Yeah, no Chinese food beforehand. You can't just go running in the front door no, 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 or no, the no. back door. Maybe just Definitely. put your finger in first. Then wiggle it around, and yeah. then put your next finger in, and then just like a hand, and then just like a hello. And then you want to say hi. You want right. to introduce yourself. A gentle hi. They lived in just one room of this house for like the first three months they lived there. Why? Because they didn't want to barge in. They to their wanted house? to the house that they purchased because they were figurine the figurines. Figurines. Because <laughs> no. at one time they turned into precious moments figurines. Hey, these giant heads and small mouths. I would not buy the house <laughs> if there were precious moments figurines. Like, oh, look at those two creepy kids that are sitting on a swing together. Why are they always together? Why are their heads turning separately <laughs> from each other? They said that they lived in the first room for the first three months. And at one point they woke up and they saw... A black figurine. Figurine. I did well, it again. A, a you know what I mean? Like a, bra- a black. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I just so saw this giant sold it yadra. on eBay to pay for the house. Every time we wake up, we have a new figurine, so we just have to sell it. <laughs> Yadros are everywhere. <laughs> oh my God. Yadros and precious moments. I am not paying $1.2 million for this house. It's a very, very polar opposite. I have precious moments and Yadros. One's $5, one's 500 <laughs> Pick a theme. <laughs> Stay in a lane. I have oil paintings and I have hang in there posters. <laughs> What's wrong with me? So I'm so guessing early. you mean figures. <laughs> figures, like a black figure in a doorway. Okay. <laughs> Which they said that they did not feel threatened by it. It was just curious. 
Who was just curious? <laughs> it was by curious. Just, just, just the figurine comes in and is like, hmm. <laughs> I'm just checking. 100% if I'm dead and I am trapped in that conjuring house. Yeah, I'd be that person that's in the doorway being like, oh. I won't be like fully in the doorway. I'd just be kind of like a... Off to the side. Huh. And, and if, then, my, if and it were my leave. jewels, he, his head would stick in and he'd be like, hey guys, can I get you something? <laughs> Did you hear that? Soda? <laughs> coffee? Anyone want coffee? I'm going to make a... Do you feel a cold The wind? other figurines tonight, the Yadro and I are going to make some coffee. You guys want some coffee? <laughs> If I were a ghost, I would haunt with smell. That seems to be a smell and cold. I would be that cold thing. Mm. If ever you walked in a room and you're like, ooh, I just got to chill. I walked through like a cold patch. That's me. Just so you know, if I come back in the hereafter, I'm haunting you with Okay, you'll know that I am haunting you if every time you wake up, your furniture has been rearranged. (laughs) And it looks better. Wow. (laughs) I can't wait to go to bed. If I wake up and there's a new throw pillow... Patty? Oh, he came to visit me in my sleep again. You're just, like Santa. Just like just like in Poltergeist. It just falls from the ceiling with a bucket of like jello, wristwatches, jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of uh, And again, I will turn ball. it all around and sell it all on Craigslist sure, in you your should. honor. Yeah. And a GoFundMe for you. Okay, it is the season. We have hit October. It is time to whip out your creep shows and your tales from the crypt. This is my time to come alive. I guess so. Who wants to burn people at the stake? Anybody? Anybody? I think you're all by yourself. I'm very excited about this. This is, this is, I would love to go back to Salem this year. That would be a fun thing to do. Hmm. If you've ever been to Salem, it's, they get, they go all in. And especially because last year was such crap. I bet you everybody's going to go full tilt boogie this year. Halloween, baby. No more candy shoots. (laughs) No more candy. We still have the candy from last year. And if you think I'm not repurposing that, some kids are going to get back and be like, why is this Three Musketeers gray? Uh, Because. Because it it, it created moisture in the basement over the year. Eat it and shut up. It's sugar. Okay? Now fuck off. (laughs) Excuse me? I'm sorry, what? Oh, this is five beds, three baths, four ghosts. (laughs) It's a beautiful colonial. It's five bedrooms, four ghosts, three bathrooms, uh, two basements. What was that? That's right, two basements. Who would have thought it? Uh, But go back. Was there another thing? Uh, Roof was just redone. Cemetery was repaved. Um, I'm sorry. With cemetery? What's that? I'm so sorry. Yes, five baths. Okay, five baths. That's good. But you said something else about a cemetery. Yes, new roof. Cemetery was just paved. Okay, that's the part. What's that? Where's the roof. The cemetery? Oh, it's gorgeous. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the realtor for Conjuring House. <laughs> Look at this wallpaper. It looks like blood, right? Let's I keep upstairs. It's really it's um it's Sherwin Williams. <laughs> Brick red, Deep blood red. Sanguine is what it's called. Sanguine. <laughs> Doesn't, isn't that Spanish for blood moving anyway, on? Anyway, isn't this... It, look at the crown molding out here. You can almost see the teeth marks, right? Why do the lights keep what? going on and off? It's fine. It's fine. We just haven't paid the bill because we it's been empty for so long. We have to update the electrical unit to 220. Right, 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 right. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful doll. Isn't that the same doll that was downstairs? I, I, maybe? I don't isn't know. That, didn't this, wasn't this just in the in the living room? It's a very odd placement of the dining room furniture, right? It's like all in a the, pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we were just waxing the blood at the floor. <laughs> What'd I say? Now, this pool in the backyard, is it going to be finished by the time we move Sure, in? sure, 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 sure. As uh, soon as we get the bodies out, it'll great, be definitely great. great. I'm sorry, what did you say? It's going to be great as soon as we tile around the bodies. Oh, okay. Well, 
Bodies? Uh, the tile. Body the tile. water? Mr. Body's body. It's gone. <laughs> I am so glad you're excited about this. It must be the Adderall because it was very we tired. Have to, we have to be able to like go in it. I mean, you got. I mean, you probably have to be really approved before you walk in. If you've already told me that you feel that you attract things, yes. I'm not going anywhere near you. I, there's a part of me again that I'm an emotional cutter because there's you know the haunted house that's near us. Yes, it's for sale. It's it been, for, been sale for sale for a while. Right. They flipped it, but they didn't. You moved the headstones, but you didn't move the bodies. The bottom half of the house. They didn't do anything to, and it's this old stone. Like, it looks like they didn't even, like, take a power washer to it or anything. It looks like they built it into a mountain. It looks weird. It, they probably tried to, and every time they're like, that looks great, they turn around right back where it was. <laughs> exactly. Spends all day. I could have sworn like, that I just painted that. Tommy, I thought I told you to clean the brick. I did. It keeps coming back. The blood keeps coming out. I don't understand. <laughs> Guess what? What? It's time to welcome everybody. Are All you ready? Right. It's creepy. I'm sweating. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Matt Damon. And I'm Barbara Billingsley. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Give it away, give it away, give Ooh. it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. And this week, like Krull Weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. I gotta stop that. I'm gonna knock myself out. We're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. That's what we do. You know, we're waking them up in the middle of the night and we're telling them to put on a coat and we're bringing them out for ice cream because we are spontaneous. We read their articles every week, so what are you waiting for? What you waiting, what you waiting, what you waiting for? Take us out for a midnight ice cream. Follow us on your social medias. <laughs> at Dear Pod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. We have a website where you can binge every last crazy ice cream filled episode that Take we have. That's DearPodOfficial.com. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> I'll come back to that. <laughs> we have an email address. Did you know that, Dear Pod Official? At gmail.com. If you write to us, we will answer an advice question on air every week. So if you have something that is needing some wisdom and advice, you're not going to find a serious answer here. Probably not. not. with us, too. No. But you can try. DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. Uh, find us on the YouTube where you can see fun new clips now. That's right. The Do Dear it. Pod YouTube page. And finally, and yes. oh Lord, most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial. If you become a subscriber, we have two different sexy subscriber levels. You will get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. Specialty cocktails delivered right to you. Not the actual drink, just the recipe. But just the you recipe. never know. I mean, it's dangerous. If we make enough money off the Patreon, we could update it and maybe have a drink night with you good people. I'm not saying, I'm saying the sky's the limit right. is the thing. What if guy? you pay us. What guy? What guy's the limit? Hi, I'm Guy. I'm mm. the limit. Mm. Um, isn't it the most, to say the least? The very least. Midnight ice cream. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, did you ever go for like a wacky late night snack with your family? No. <laughs> this is the weirdest of the weird. I remember going to Disney with my family when I was in junior high, and my parents clearly went out drinking. Like, they left us in the hotel room. My brother, we were a little bit older. Mm -hmm. I was like a preteen. I was discovering myself. I was blossoming. Hopefully not <laughs> in front of them. 
God, no. We couldn't afford two rooms. Aaron, what are you doing? I'm just discovering myself. Get out of here. (laughs) Where's my hand mirror? It's over here. God. Leave me alone. See, I'm discovering. It's so disgusting. (laughs) I can't even make a joke about that. We shared a room because, Christ, rooms were expensive. They still are at Disney. So we stayed. It was like the Caribbean beach was new. Ooh, Mm. Caribbean-themed places and... Is that where the kid was eaten by the crocodile? No, nope. That was the Polynesian Resort. Uh, Terrible. But yes. No more. No more of that. So we stayed at the this hotel. And, you know, it's like a Disney complex. So they have fun little fake downtown with restaurants and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened. I know that me and my brother were asleep. My parents left the room, clearly went out, and had I don't know how many Sex. bevies. Not for- Ew! Stop it right what? now! I, I, it's a... Stop it. I remember them. (laughs) Wow. I was going to make a joke about the contemporary resort. That's all that came to mind. And it doesn't fit. Don't say anything about fit right now. So they they go out drinking and they came back in and she woke me up and gave me an egg roll. She woke you up and be like, you'll never believe what your dad and I just did. Stop! It's look at this egg roll. It's just like that. <laughs> oh my God! If you're lucky, stop making it'll it be about this thick. Patrick, <laughs> Patrick, Marie O'Brien. It tastes just as good. What is your but middle name? But don't bite it. Don't bite <laughs> gently. Just don't. You have to enter gently. You have to, you have you to, have say to hello. let it enter your mouth gently. It, don't bite. Don't bite down. You're Patrick and O'Brien, <laughs> stop right now. Everything becomes sexual with you. I, I had a very good egg roll story, and you've yeah. ruined it sorry. forever. Sorry, sorry but not this, sorry. But you know what? I forgive you. Okay. Because this week's theme is what? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Even if, even if you don't love me anymore. Whatever happened to Don Henley? I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's touring with I'm Richard sure. Marks. No, he's probably touring with uh, Brian Adams. Oh, what a bill that would be. The old craggy white guys tour. Like, I don't... Do you like the Eagles, Jim? Do you know I told the Eagles to shut up one night, and I didn't know they were the Eagles? I was in a hotel in uh-huh. uh, Texas. I believe it was Dallas. And I, they put me on a floor that had, like, a luxury room at the end of it. They didn't put me in the luxury room. Sure. But and apparently Annie Lennox was there. Why? She was recording something. You didn't get it. I didn't. Oh, I get. Oh, took me a minute, but I got there. (laughs) So she was there in like the beginning of the week. She was doing something, and nobody told me she was there. And that's with a good reason because if I knew Annie Lennox was like two doors down from me. I'd be sitting, it would be say anything. And I'd stand outside her door with a boombox over my head. Wow. But you'd be wearing like a man's suit with just like some really harsh like powder on your face. Yeah, and, and like a pixie cut. Yeah. I would pixie cut my hair and be like, I love you, Annie. <laughs> and then the Eagles moved in after she left. Mm-hmm. And then they got hammered. But like, they were, they're like in their 50s or 60s. And they were stumbling down the hallway and it was like three in the morning and I opened up my door and I was like, can you guys keep it down? They had like wine spritzers in their hands and everything about it was so like middle-aged drunk. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm middle-aged drunk, but I'm quiet about it. But I'm pretty. But I keep it in one room 
while I'm crying to myself in a corner. Right, dresses Annie Lennox. They had chicks with them, and and it was like, they had like a blousy blonde Mm. that was just sort of like, ugh. What? Ugh, I'm with the Eagles. I don't know, she was just sort of like, everybody just looked rough. Heather Locklear Everybody looked rough, you know? Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, the Eagles. I told them to shut up in a hotel in Dallas, Texas. And that's my Eagles story. Did you enjoy it? That's great. Do you forgive me? Yeah, riveting. That was good. That was good. What does this have to do with forgiveness? I forgive Don Henley. Great. I'm glad. Who do you forgive? Who are no you one. forgiving today? We're grudge holders. That's why. We run the relay race of grunges. Grunges. <laughs> grunges. Oh. <laughs> yes, get my plaid out. We're we're grudge holders in the relay race of the grudge. Here's the thing about grudges. I can forgive. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. Just like I never forget someone who never tipped me. Never forget. Oh, yes. Um, But uh, no, I do forgive. Like I forgive some of my siblings. We've had very, you know, big conversations. We've worked worked it through. But you never forget it, though, do you? No, but because it's like it's an experience. Well, no, I think it's what I'm not like. I don't have an eraser. In my brain, like it no, happened, you know. That's I don't believe in. I, forget, I try not forget. to. I try not to bring it up again, you know, because I've already forgiven. Because oh. like if you like like you have an argument with your lover, and they say, "I thought we're not bringing that up again," and then you do. Yeah, and I it's don't like, know. Well, that's not part of the rules. Of I like to. Uh, what I like to do is, if somebody wrongs me, I like to put that thought in a little box in my brain, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna bring this out later at a completely inappropriate time." Where this has nothing to do with anything else. So you blow up the spot. Like you blow up the Yeah. Mm. That's wrong. Kaboom. Yeah. No, that's terrible. Well, I know. I never said I was healthy. I never it, said it was good. I just said this is what happens. I'm working through it. Sure, sure. I think with age, for like, I think when you're younger, you can, like, you hold grudges. When you get older, you're like, nah, I don't really. I think this you, doesn't serve you me. forget grudges. That's the problem. When you get older, you're like, I hated that guy. I can't remember why, though. Oh, I'll always remember why. Never forget. Never forget. No. But I can forgive. I, I definitely can. I'm more forgiving now than I was in like my 20s. There's right. still ex boyfriends like- that I'm like, I'm holding on to old emails because I'm like, I hate you so much. Sometimes I'll go back and reread that email just to remind me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, yeah, that I don't do. But mm. also, like, there's no point to occupy. I mean, I've had so many grudges that lasted so long, and I'm like, what is, what purpose is this? I forget what it's about, but I just know I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my family, you. career grudge holders. Sure. Very good at it. We'll never forget a thing. We have wasted so many brain cells on you wronged me in 1993 when I went to the movie theater and you got your own popcorn. Like, we remember those crazy details. I remember those things as well. Can't remember anything worthwhile no. that has helped me in life. Because no. so much of my uh, RAM, my memory power, uh-huh. is being used on stupid details <laughs> like that. Well, I think if there's like a big significant thing that there's never really a resolution, that... It's very difficult. Like we have that constantly running. That we have that program uh-huh. running in the back of all of our brains in yes. my family. In the Commodore sixty four. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it never has resolved itself. Oh yes. And therefore it's always present. Oh yes. And um it kind of always somehow feeds itself whether we 
know it or not. Yes, it's it's underlying. You know what it is? It's the pink slime in Ghostbusters 2. Correct. It's the river that runs beneath it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's called family. Yes, and there's no. it doesn't seem like there's ever going to be a resolution because there are some people that choose not to forgive, and there's definitely a lot of us that don't forget. Mm-hmm. But then there's the other aspect where people don't say, hey, I'm going to gather all of us together. Talk about it once. And be done with it. Clean out the wound. There is something very valuable to that. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are people that just don't like to talk or talk about feelings. Mm-hmm. But if you if you approach it in a different way of like, okay, let's just get this. It's like cleaning out a an attic. Let's just all go up there, take one thing down, and we'll never have to do it again. Great. Pause first. Yeah. People just don't like to but do But we that. know that does not happen in my family. It depends on like the generation that you're raised in. And that is we were not. We're not into conflict talkers. It's like, if you have a fight, we'll just ignore each other for three days and then eventually be like, eh, That doesn't help. You no, God, no. Again, I'm not saying, listen, Judgy McGrady. I'm not. In this forgiveness episode. It's Gerald I do McGrady. not. It's Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> it's John Donson. Okay. I am not saying anything that I say is healthy. I have never claimed to be a healthy person. You don't look like one. I know, but I am working out. Okay. Um, let's let's take an read article some articles then. then. Okay, you've waxed your your spectacles and you're ready. This is from the Fort Worth Star Telegram, Fort Worth, Texas, February seventeenth, nineteen seventy five. Dear Abby, I am probably only one mother among many with this problem, but if anyone can help us, Abby, it might be you. I have six grown children who have brought me so much happiness, but there is the problem. But here is the problem. The eldest daughter and the youngest son had a falling out with each other four years ago, and they haven't spoken to each other since. I can never have a complete family gathering because if my son and his wife are invited, my daughter and her family will not come, and vice versa. I am sure they don't realize what a heartbreak this is to me. Please print this, Abby, and if it doesn't hit home with someone, maybe it'll help some other more fortunate mother. Signed, Pennsylvania mom. I wish you read the whole thing like that. Like a ping pong match. As if I am Susie Orman. <laughs> this is what you do with this your is banks. What my mom does not like you at. Uh, can you imagine? One credit card. Shut up, Susie Orman. If that was like your therapist, like you do not need to have gang bang sex anymore, Aaron. Okay, Kathy, I just want to say <laughs> your clientele has the highest suicide rate. So what's going on? It is nothing to do. Okay, I'm going to open this window while we talk. <laughs> All right, so here is Answer. the response to Pennsylvania Mom. Dear Mom, I've always felt that forgiveness is one of the man's noblest virtues, and because I feel so strongly about it, I only have two quotations on my desk, both dealing with that subject. He who cannot forgive destroys the bridge over which he may one day need to pass. Mm. And forgiveness is the fragrance of the violet on the heel of the one who crushed it. Oh, what? Uh, say that one again. Forgiveness, forgiveness is, is the, the fragrance, fragrance of the violet okay. on the heel of the one who crushed it. Forgiveness is the fragrance of the violet yeah. on the heel of one who crushed it. That makes no sense. I've, I've, I've put it through the machine four times. You're probably going to have to look at it. Let me go back to my microfiche. I hope your daughter and son start speaking to each other soon, because without communication, there can be no truce. It matters not who should make the first move, but the one who does 
but the one who does will show himself to be more mature. I pray your children see this for their own sakes as well as for yours. Uh, wouldn't it be great if they decided that February 22nd would be the ideal day to, quote, bury the hatchet? In each other's heads. Right. Here's the thing. I wrote this. So there's, an, there's a situation oh. that I may or may not be a part of. Okay. And I was told that maybe I should broach it and like, you know. Be sit, the bigger person. Right. And I, I'm like... I hear what you're saying. <laughs> you, I, for anybody who hasn't listened to our podcast frequently, which what's wrong with you? I don't shame, know. shame, shame. But we like to do this a lot, which is the I hear you. Mm-hmm. I'm acknowledging you. I'm taking you in. I'm burying the hatchet in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Why don't you stand right there as I gotta take this off the wall and okay. throw it at your throat? If you didn't do anything wrong, what am I going? to someone to say, hi, let's just figure this out or let's just apologize. I did not do it. First of all, I did not do anything wrong. <laughs> so, but the problem is, is like I am watching you pitting, spin out. You're pitting the youngest towards the oldest. The oldest always thinks that they're right because I've always been told that they're the smartest or whatever. But there comes a time where what, as the sun sets in the Lani Kalani Lounge and the moon rises, sometimes the youngest is actually the smarter one in the situation. Your moon is rising. My moon is out of my pants and rising. <laughs> it is high, high and tight in the air. So I've, you know, that, you know, because I think initially, like, I am quick to react, which then I definitely have to stand back from that reaction and be like, no, 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 no. That's I not. was in the wrong? No. Uh-huh. Because what I'm about to say will eviscerate this conversation, and this is not great. Okay. So then you step back, you put your phone down, you talk it out, you, you walk around the block, you come back to the phone, you're like, I'll take care of you. Like, you go to the conjuring house, you bury them, you come you, back. You pull the doll, the doll out of the, uh-huh, the box. Uh-huh. You're like, I am, come with me. So you have learned over the years that if you come up to a situation with a sibling where you're mm-hmm. about to say something that will burn the house down, mm-hmm. you have enough foresight to go, okay, tap the brakes. I'm going to take a little walk around the block. But also... Sometimes I think when you go up and you do like you do the mature thing, like, you know, I, you know, you're I don't know if it's like the faux forgiveness or whatever. But if you're not the one that started the argument or whatever, then and you're saying, why should you say sorry over something you didn't? Right. And then that person who is normally right anyway or thinks that they're always right, then it's like, yeah, yeah. And you don't want to reiterate that. Well, because you don't I think want that's that person the, to continue in their life. Well, that's a dynamic right. that is not helpful to to anyone, right? Yeah. Because if if you can't, like, I can always, you know, if I did something wrong, I'm like, oh my god, I'm t- I either like I did that, admit- I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. or like if there was a, a kid that I was mean to, and he's like, oh, you're such an asshole, I'm like, oh my god, you're probably right. I'm probably right because hurt people hurt people. That's probably you're probably correct. Mm-hmm. Oprah. Um, but in this situation, if you, you know, if you're going against someone who is, their profession is a litigator, oh, Christ. you're not going to, you, they're always like, yeah, I am right. This is Oh, bubble. that's really dangerous. Or when you fight someone who is a Trump supporter and they talk to you in those talking points. When like I'm you're a child? Here, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't that what you're doing right now? Isn't that what you're doing right now? Isn't that what you're doing right now? Like that type of shit. I like the fake calm voice yeah when you are trying to make your point but you're um 
you're talking like this. So it's like it's you're you're trying not to patronize, and it's actually reverse engineering. It's like you're not achieving the thing that you think you, you want to achieve. You think that you're driving at 10 miles an hour, but really it's 120? Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I uh, acknowledge you. Mm-hmm. It's it's that like I say all the things I'm supposed to say at the outset, really high and tight. Mm-hmm. And and depending on like how how heated you are, the higher the voice mm-hmm. will get. It's the same thing with like if you're not in a good headspace and someone says, oh, how are you today? And you're like, you know, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, I'm really okay. <laughs> and you're like the micro, the mini machines yep. guy or whatever. It's like, you micro know, I'm actually machine. doing really, here's the thing. Uh, you're wrong. Okay, I hear you, but you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, My other favorite part is when they say, I'm sorry, but also you, dot, dot, dot. It's like, no, 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 no. Or I'm We're sorry not- you feel that way. That. But when they say, I'm really sorry, but you also did this to me. And it's like, we are now, you. We, this is not tit for tat. This is, this is what's on the plate today. Just say, I'm sorry. Okay. And uh-huh. be done with it. It's not like, oh, well, let me open up this, this trash bag full of bad shit that you I did. I have a hope chest of horse shit that I've been holding <laughs> on to yeah. for like, now because be also, told. Because also people don't like to just come out and say, own their shit and be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And be done with it. It's like someone's, it has to be like, yeah, but you also did this. And then you did this. Okay. So if we're going to bring up, if you're going to bring up um, the abortion, then I'm going to bring up uh, the pissing on the, on the gravesite. Oh, then I'm going to pick, you know, like all this other shit. Wow. Like, that whoa, 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 feels whoa, whoa, whoa. like it really happened. It didn't. None of that actually happened. <laughs> yet. But, yet. But, but that's the kind of, that's the kind of, yeah. that's what I don't understand in um, like addressing like forgiveness things because then it's like we're all kind of Trojan horsing things. It's like, no, well, I'm let's just sending talk about the in one. a nice sorry, but in within the sorry, there's a very yeah, like oh, there's so a Greek if army. I have to do something. Oh, well, then I need something from you now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it's like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's really necessary. Well, it's I mean, ugh. it's like if it, I'm being real, it's I'm like the, if you have I'm dinner, right? Okay, if you're having if you invited all your friends over, mm-hmm. and um then you're expecting them to bring something. Why are you expecting someone to bring something when you just invited them for dinner? Right? Yes. Valid. Like, Oh, you didn't, you didn't bring the main course. Did you ask me to? No. Well, well it depends on whose house you're going right. to, because that <laughs> I've been invited to a wedding where I've had to bring a main course. <laughs> I God. And that's a different. And again, I forgive, but I don't forget. No, no, no. God, no. Um, do you want to say, what the issue is? I feel like this is the therapy episode. Because you know what? If I'm being real, I'm that person. And I've had to learn in the past few years to be like, admit when you're wrong and I can, put I, your guns down. I can definitely admit when I'm wrong. I could not up until a few years ago. Correct. And Jules would definitely. Did you see how fast his head <laughs> grows? Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's so fucking disturbed. Go ahead, read me another article uh, so we can Christ. get this taste out of my mouth. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to get your mom out of my mouth. <laughs> what is that taste? I don't know, Steve. This is also from the Fort Worth Telegram, Fort Worth, Texas, February 5th, 1974. Busy week in Texas. I say so. Dear Abby, although I am in prison, I am a loyal reader of your column. Oh. Mostly because I miss sharing life with people. 
Don't we all? At times you have expressed faith in God. Deep in the night, I am restless and unable to sleep because... Someone's trying to rape me in prison. Because... Oh, sh- I was the like, mem- is that in there? <laughs> because the memory of my crime, murder, haunts me. I have sought God's forgiveness and believe that Jesus died for our sins, but I am unable to find relief from my troubled conscience. Abby, is murder a forgivable sin? I find no reference in the in it. I find no reference to it in the Bible, but what? there is a reference to eye for an eye. If you can give me the answer, you will do much for my peace of mind. Thank you. Signed, a friend in Raleigh, North Carolina. Do the answer. Dear friend, all religions endorse the concept of forgiveness to one who is sincere in contrition and repentance. It is expressed in the Old Testament in Isaiah 55, 7. Let the sinner abandon his way and his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord, for he will have mercy upon him and fully forgive. In fact, so strong is that feeling in the Bible, it is repeated seven times in the Old Testament. If I if a misdeed was committed, it can be fully atoned by paying one's debt to society and also by examining one's conscience and through self-understanding changes one's ways in returning to the path of goodness even though you're in prison for life. A beautiful expression of divine forgiveness and mercy was given by Nahum of Bartslav, an 18th century sage. There is no sin that, can, that will not be forgiven by sincere repentance. This, to this may I add that his hardest person to forgive is oneself. God bless. She Literally, God bless. God Bless. She I is thought that very the murder... well versed in the Bible. No kidding. That was like... my first thought. Was Jan? She did. So... Somebody went to the library and got on microfiche that <laughs> yeah. day. Who's friends with Aaron Sorkin? <laughs> Apparently, dear Abby. <laughs> like she's, she's friends with all of his production assistants who do all the research for him. Somebody go to the library, get on microfiche, find out if there's anything in the Bible about killing. Marcy, get Aaron Sorkin's secretary on the line, please. All right. God, she's tired. She hasn't slept in 25 years. She can't. She has to do those giant runs, those monologue runs. It's like clockwork orange. She just has her (laughs) eyes propped open. I thought that He's like, like, walk and talk, Marcy, walk and talk. Oh, God. I've been walking and talking this whole time. These cameras can't handle it. I've been like walking behind you with all these files. These ledgers aren't even full. (laughs) I thought that no murder was like top of the heap in the Bible. King of the hill. Put it in there, first and foremost. Yes. Like, I would think that God would be like, okay, you guys, here's how I'm going to start the Bible. I'm going to give it to my son. He's going to write it all down for you. Let's start with don't kill each other. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm going to work from there. I've got these 10 commandments. Let's just go with that. All right. So don't kill each other. A couple of things. Someone wrote this shitty book. And that it's is only- a gazillion pages made out of like <laughs> I, like like paper thin skin. I thought you were going to talk However, about the 10 commandments. Somebody wrote these commandments and they couldn't think to put- They couldn't find paper anywhere. So you we had put to on these tablets. this in stone. Well, that's fine. And then go carry them up that mountain. Can so, we get these tablets on microfiche? <laughs> Jesus is like, whoa, 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 I have to read this whole book? No. I got the Cliff Notes versions of my dad's book, and it's these two tablets right here. Yeah, yeah. Can you carry one of these? Do you have a donkey, extra Anyone? donkey I can throw Anyone? this on? Because this, this is the desert. I'm not walking around with these things. Mary Magdalene's like, I'll do it. Oh, fine. I always have to do the hard work. Put it on my back. Yeah. Like everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it on my back. Oh, throw it on my back. Can you just throw that on my prostitute? She's behind me. <laughs> Thanks. Be a pal. Thanks, Aaron Sorkin. Murder, number one. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like it's through. I've never read the Bible. Have you ever actually read the Bible? Like From beginning to end? Yeah. No. We should try this one day. Absolutely we, we not. We are obsessed with talking about the ridiculousness of the Bible, and I feel like we need to I have be a hard time reading really... Shakespeare, and I have a hard time reading the Bible. Yeah. You know what? Because every time you see it, it's in the really tiny print. I don't think I'm that smart to understand it. I think we just need to blow the font up to 24 point. Okay. Then it's going to look like the baby Bible. Yeah. Like a children's book version. Well, that's probably what I mean. With pop-ups. I think after a while, I'd be like, I can't even believe that people follow this. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should. I don't know, but that's really long. I feel like we might should, but we'd have to do it in in fits and starts. That's not the kind of thing you can casually read on the one train, too, because, I don't want to be that person reading the Bible on the subway. No, but it actually might keep people away from me. That's... No, and then there's someone that's like, "Oh, where are you?" And it's like, "Fuck off." Do you want to talk that's, about Christ? I would be I would be the person reading the Bible and then someone's like, "Oh, are you reading Isaiah blah blah?" I'm like, "Fuck off. I'm reading." Fuck off. <laughs> Somebody sits down and they're like, "Oh my god, have you gotten to Leviticus yet?" Eat shit and leave me alone. Christ be oh, with wait, you. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Let me pull my mask down. <laughs> Eat shit and leave me alone. Thus says the Lord, "Fuck off." <laughs> This is your stop. I don't get it. This is your stop, bitch. And he saith on the one train, get a different fucking seat. <laughs> the door is open. You take their bag and you throw it out. Fuck off. That's forgive, your stop. Forgive, forgive. Yeah. To be human is to err. I God think that was hates Shakespeare. You. I fucked your mom. <laughs> Bye. And the door is closed. <laughs> Ding. And then you go back to the Bible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flip. Flips a page. And then there's just Aaron in the, in the last seat. Well played, sir. Would you like to go have a cigarette with me? <laughs> I would love to. Let's but do fuck it. off. <laughs> Good, because Mary Magdalene's outside with a couple stone tablets on her back. We should all go out for some drinks. I've been waiting for the one train with these goddamn tablets. <laughs> I couldn't afford an Uber. It's a donkey. That's the Uber. Ye old Uber. Like, you know how hard it is to get a llama? This It's like surge pricing in the desert. I'm so is glad a we bitch. don't go off on tangents. Not at all. No. Coming back to my tangent. <laughs> hey, I have an article for you from the Portsmouth Herald. Would you like me to read it? Portsmouth Herald, where? Portsmouth, New Hampshire, okay. January 24th, 1969. Still forgive and forget. Dear Ann Landers, I read with interest the letter from the woman who stumbled over two very close relatives in the backyard, her husband and her sister. They were locked in love. I went for a theme. They were locked in loving embrace, and the time was 5 a.m. Your advice was forgive and forget, and then forget what you forgave. Neat phrasing, Anne. But easier said than done. And now I am writing to ask, what should a husband do when he stumbles over his wife and his boss in his very own living room, asleep, the both of them, on the sofa, at 3 a.m., with the candlestick in the conservatory? True, I was not expected until the following day. But it's been a fine how-have-you-been when a man can't go home without warning his wife in advance so she can clear the guy out. Our marriage was a good one, or so I thought. We have three terrific kids, one in prep school and two in college. My wife doesn't want a divorce, and neither do I. She claims Mr. X drove her home from a party and came in for a nightcap, and they had too many. 
My wife forgave me for a little affair three years ago, and now she says it's my turn to be noble and compassionate. Somehow I think a man is entitled to an occasional indiscretion, but a wife should live by a different set of rules. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but this is the way I see it. Please back me up. Thanks. Signed, Shafted. Wow. Dear Shaft, thanks for what? Dear your Shaft, thanks for what? You are looking for support for a weak argument, and you've rattled the wrong cage, bub. My advice to the cuckolded husband is the same advice to the wife who has been cheated on. Forgive and forget. Then be big enough to forget what you forgave. Ayan, tell me your thoughts on Shaft. First of all, you have a theme, and I don't know if you need to tell something to Jim or if... I'm sleeping with your sister. Okay, there we go. Oh, okay. You could light poor Jules on fire. He'd be like, I don't really care that much anymore. So... There's a lot at play here. There's a lot at play. So, right. So, to paraphrase Christina Aguilera... Um, in her song with Little Kim, mm-hmm. you know, why is it okay for a man to do it, but when a woman does it, it's, it's bad. Upon. And now suddenly, yeah, you're not a stud, you're a whore. Right. I, I, I agree. However, <laughs> the, I think, the I don't know why everyone is doing this in their home. Like, if in you want to get middle ca- of the night, everybody. If you want to get caught, like, I can't believe I got caught. It was uh, in our in our living room, or it was in the kitchen or the hallway. Just why don't you just wake up whoever you're? Uh, hey, by the way, I'm fucking your boss right now. But it's my kink. I would rather be caught in the act. People are into that kinky stuff, hiding just below the surface. People who want to get caught. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot going on here. Uh, there's husbands sleeping with sisters. Mothers, wives, whatever. Which is different. That would be a totally different category than her sleeping with his boss. Well, but that's, yes, it is. First of all, you're fucking around with my sister in the backyard at 5 a.m. Right. So now So we're going to put a pin in that. Right. In this, Two like, relationships are now jeopardized. You know how they do like the string, mm-hmm. string boards when they're trying to connect crimes, yes. crime scenes? Okay, yes, yes, this yes, yes, is, yes, yes. so uh, 5 a.m., Husband with a sister in the backyard. Put that up here. Mm -hmm. She says she's forgiven that. And then now she is with her boss at 3 a.m. His boss. His boss in the living room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With the knife (laughs) in the library. But the thing is, hers makes more sense. His does not. Because it's outside the family. But still inside the home. I like that they have to bring people back to their sex den. It's is it one hundred percent an eye for an eye? And where did she get the boss? Was the boss hanging out that night? Did he come to dinner? Did she just kind of like, like go down the Rolodex of like who can I fuck? Who yeah, can I who fuck? can I who fuck? Can I that's fuck really now? gonna have like an effect. Okay, three a.m. Who who has a car? Who can come <laughs> Who's over? Who's awake? Here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has a phone? She's like, this fuck, is this, this is nineteen sixty nine. So it's like who has a landline mm-hmm. that I can call? Like why All don't right. you just go to a motel like everybody else? I come on. A little class. Go outside the home. Oh, I wasn't expecting you till tomorrow. Well, I'm at the microtel down the street. Yeah, the what? The microtel. What's a microtel? It's one of the world's cheapest hotels, and yes, I'm staying in one tonight. Microtel in Binghamton. 
So someone is videotaping you sleeping. 100%. Okay. Great. Yeah. And there's got to be more DNA in there than a crime scene. Yeah. Could be bring, a crime scene. Bring your own bedding. Yeah. BYOB. Yeah. Get ready, Microtel. Yeah, no thanks. This is like the alleged quality in. This is where you get that like beach blanket that's half plastic, half cloth, and you oh, put it on top yeah, of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, just so you don't touch anything. Quality in needs to either get better or start answering the phone by laughing through the word quality. Yeah. You know? <laughs> quality in. It should be qualities, T-E-A-S-E. Yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of qualities. qualities None in. of them are good. Yeah. No, I would never um, fuck Marcus's siblings. Okay, good. Parents. Oh, are you time stamping this right now? Are you just like leaving a trail? Yeah. Via this podcast. Mm. Okay. I just think, I don't know where people, like where they're. Where their head's at. Why would you want to do that? I also don't understand. This is your husband. That's your sister. So there's two people that are making this conscious decision. In the and, backyard of your home. And neither one is like. We this is your stop. sister. This is your wife. You know, my sister is your wife. Yes, you are my sister's. You're my wife's sister. As they're coming closer, no, neither one of them is like. <laughs> we should stop. But again, if people didn't do this stuff, Aaron Spelling wouldn't have ten mansions. You Before know, we it, go on to Instagram mail, do you want to talk about the grudge, the forgiveness, and the forgetness situation happening in the house without using details? My own? Yeah. Well, there's two, actually. Mm. One I've had nightmares about because <gasps> for those that I know or are related to me <laughs> who happen to be hearing to be listening these words, to, this might be the opportune time to turn this podcast up. Oh, did not expect that. I have two things to say. First of all, I have this wonderful luxury of not living in the state with my other siblings and my mom. Yes. Uh, it's great. Distance is pleasure. It is. You get a total dis- uh, different perspective and you get this, um, uh, th- a lot of things you can just kind of like, uh, I don't need that. That's not something that uh, I need to concentrate on. I concentrate on this type of relationship with one. I don't want to get in the minute details of like who's doing what wrong or blah, blah, blah. I go into, okay. okay. I, I, it's a different set of eyes that you could bring into things like things that are wrong with a house or communication issues. Oh, like it's very, you literally become the house manager of your family. Yes. Your job is now your family job. Sort of. So like if I go to our lake house now, I'll show up and I'm like, Oh, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. But, my other sister, who's already taken care, she already kind of already knows this. And then there are certain things where I finesse and like, well, this, well, I understand that you've taken care of this, but why and why this cost? Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm the youngest, so no one cares. So there's two things. There's one where um, we're on a family text chain. And we're very careful. About oh, nothing good happens out of a text chain. Correct. You can't read tone on text. Correct. That's the funniest. But you can. I just send a bunch of eggplants and be like, star. You suck it. So my mom is nearly nine years old. Her birthday is coming up. So she's vaccinated. She's, you know, most of her friends have passed away. Um, my, We're very protective. Some of us are very protective of her. Um, and like we wear masks, we're vaccinated. We either, we have kept our distance, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Also a lot of times, cause my mom is 90. If who's been sheltered, can't go to a store, all this stuff. 
you go to her, you bring her food, you bring her something, you know, something else other than your presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do bring your presence, make sure that you're off your phone. Oh, right. Ooh. So there's that. Right. I but feel there like are you're some talking people... to me like I am the brother or sister <laughs> that you're talking <laughs> But there are some people that say, I'm there all the time. I'm there all the time. I always hang out with her. I'm, and it's like, that's not what we're saying. Defensive, we're saying instantly is, defensive. Make sure that you wear a mask when you're there because it's important because you, you never know. Masks don't work. Okay. I always wear a mask. I always wear a mask. Oh. If you don't want me to go, then I won't go. These are actual texts. Um, I won't go anymore then. So it's so it's like no 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 you're now you're gonna punish mom by you and you'd what rather happens not. If you said okay, what would happen? I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go. This is the same person that's probably like you guys. I'm leaving. I'm leaving now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, but okay, but I'm gonna go out the door. Look out! Don't don't try to stop me. But the thing is, like no, what we're saying is, if you're gonna do this, put a mask on. That's all. If you're not gonna get vaccinated, put a mask on. Why you're not gonna get vaccinated is a whole another thing. But probably you shouldn't be around her either. Because you never know what you're carrying, Good especially God. if you work in a mall. Anyway, that's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so when some, then fine, I won't. I blah, blah, then I won't. You know, it's like I always do. I always do. Well, here's the little thing about when you say I always do. The problem with I always do is when you FaceTime your brother with your mother. Guess what pops up? Your you face without a mask uh-huh. next to my mother. Yeah. So you've lied to the entire family. I caught you. I can't record that because why? I didn't. Re- I don't. I don't. Re- I don't know how to record a FaceTime. <laughs> but I know that you've just lied to everybody. Yeah. And also, when people are like she's my best friend, I talk to her all the time. I talk to my mom all the time too. I don't call her my best friend. I just say I talk to her. I also, when I'm talking to her, I talk to her. I'm not always on my phone. I'm trying to do something that she likes. If she's like, let's go to the store. I want to get some cards. I'll take her to the store. She can spend an hour in the card selection. I'm not going to pick up five cards and get her the fuck out of there because I have other things to do. Mm-hmm. That's not the point. So there's that. Are you, That's a side are you, note. Are you okay? Well, Why don't you take a also, sip of water? Also because, you know, there are a lot of Fox News articles that go around. So like sometimes, you know, oh. uh, fake news, gaslighting, or what's the other what's the other term? Um uh, canceled. Oh yeah, yeah. So when a sibling throws out, "Stop canceling me," mm-hmm. you're like, you're not even, you're not even at that level to be canceled, because no one knows who the fuck you are outside of this, right? Oh, yeah. So that doesn't make any. So there's that whole topic. Then another topic is, and maybe some of our listeners can relate. When my parents were, when my dad was still alive, oh. and when I think, I can't say for the first half of the family, but I knew the later half is when you go to college, we're going to give you this card. If there's an emergency, use this card, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right. So I've had this card since 1994. Whoa. Okay. And I barely, I don't think I used it that much. And then I've I never let it go because I've always, I've always had it. Yeah, it's just in the family family card. Yeah, it's just always in my pocket. I may have used ours to get Doc Martens when right. I was 94. Right. Yeah. Um. But I've never relinquished it. And I've always had it. And then when I moved to New York, my mom's, you know, it's like, you always have this card if you ever need it, Mm -hmm. if anything ever happens. So this bill comes in. And um, when I was with my mom, we both went to like 
the store or whatever. And we put stuff on that card because it's easier for, for me to check out with my mom to just use this card. That's her stuff, right? Yeah. Her stuff that I'm using on my card. So I get this very angry um, series of texts from my oldest sister saying, basically accusing me of um, stealing like as, like, like as a criminal, that I've racked up all these charges and, um, you know, this is so terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? All this stuff, I'm like, if you need me to explain this line by line, I can, but this is really like, this is almost like criminal investigation, right? Where uh-huh. it's like, do you want an answer? Do you want, or do you just, you just feel content making me feel like I've like robbed a 90, nearly 90 year old woman. Uh-huh. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, fuck. Okay. So I'm I, really like, so I'm feeling good about forgiving. Right. So uh- then I, <laughs> I, you know, call up American Express. I'm like, so what is mine and what's hers or whatever it is. I'm like, I'll just pay this whole thing. Um, and then I'm like, I guess I'll cancel the card because also you cannot separate your card from the, the original. Re- right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the longest credit line I've had for my entire life. Oh. Ended. Paid the card. And then my sister's like, well, why'd you do that? I oh, said, come on. You literally, why don't you swipe up? Because you literally asked me to pay it, cancel it, get one of my own. Blah, blah. I said, well, I'm not going to get one of my own because I, that's not the point of this thing. Yeah. And, well, some of those charges weren't even yours. They're mom's. I was like, well, then why didn't you lead with that? Oh, for crying out loud. She's like, well, this one was like $1,000. I'm like, you're right. And I just paid the entire thing that's not mine. So, fuck off. And that went on and went, well, that's not what I, I said. Well, that's what you said. And I'm not talking about this anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I did exactly what you asked you. I did exactly what you wanted me to do. I, I, there's no criminal behavior here. And I said, I'm feeling very attacked and like you're treating me like a criminal. Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, a week or two prior, I'd worked as if I were on a chain gang in uh, Wisconsin, uh, fixing anything and everything that moved and needed to be fixed mm-hmm. without real complaint. And this is how I'm being treated a week later. I can't wait for you to go back in the beginning of October. Right. It's going to be a very relaxing experience. And I have- Meow, meow, meow. I need you, meow, meow. <laughs> You're meowing here. I need you to meow here. Meow. <laughs> 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 well, it was like perfectly tuned. What's wrong with us? In the it, meantime. <laughs> ready? ready. <clears throat> it's time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. We read things that you sent to us. Maybe someday Anderson Cooper will forgive me too. I want to hang on to that. I'm still angry. I'm angry at Anderson Cooper for cutting off Kathy Griffin. Yes, it's time once again for Instagram Mail. This is when we take the listeners' questions so you can write to us at DearPodOfficial on your Instagram. Slide into our DMs if you have any questions for us. Or email us, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We have one Instagram Mail question this week. Patty, hit it! Okay. Here it comes. DearPod. I am utterly disgusted at these shows about pimple popping. 
Why on earth is this necessary? Furthermore, I know quite a few couples that enjoy popping each other's pimples. Oh. Am I missing something? How about you see a doctor or introduce yourself to a bar of soap? Signed, Pop This. Dear Pop, what do you mean? What's more appetizing than trying to relax at home and stumble across an episode of Dr. Pimple Popper who gets excited exercising what seems to resemble a combustible tube of cookie or crescent roll dough? Boy, I hope we get to wash that down with an in-depth look at a show about hemorrhoids and anal fissures. I mean, I know we are a society of rubberneckers, but this is right up there with an in-depth look at an autopsy. I don't know what's worse, Dr. Pimple Popper or a room full of women getting to know their own vaginas. Foolish of me to think that most people can fight the good pimple battle in private without the need to have it filmed and put on television. Yet, here we are. Lord help us when your husband's colonic lands on the big screen. The only thing about that show, though, is that they will finally discover that your husband is indeed full of shit. Mm. I'd rather watch Tori Spelling in The <gasps> Seagull than spend five minutes watching a pimple doctor's get the right tools to ooze out that tannish Play-Doh from some self-loathing SOB. I can almost smell it through the TV, which makes it worse. Oh. It's like that rotten, garbage, putrid smell that only happens when you meet Vanilla Ice live and in person. Someone take me out of my house and curb me in front of my apartment building, please. Keep your pustules and dormant poppers to the confines of your own master bathroom. And if you're looking to kill the last shrill of romance in your relationship or marriage, then by all means, have your hubby work on your Mount St. Helens on your back. Make sure you kiss it to make it feel better. Ugh, Abby. Oh, this is interesting. This is very interesting. What, Tori Spelling and the Seagull? Tori Spelling and the Seagull. I would watch it in a second. Yeah. In a second. I just like to watch her try to get through it. Set the scene. Have I had an edible? No. Here's what Anne has to say. At this performance. At this performance, the role uh, of... Whoever's in the Seagull. Normally played by Meryl Streep. <laughs> Somebody with a Russian by, name. Yeah, will be played by Tori Spelling. Oh, let's go. I would never ask for my money back. I'm just saying. Can I move into her seat, please? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get closer. All right, here's Anne's answer. Dear Pop, well, look at you sitting up in your ivory tower judging people's guilty pleasures. Aren't you all high and mighty? You with no creepy, subversive itch to scratch. Methinks you protest too much. Everyone has a guilty pleasure, whether it's reality TV or scrolling socials or day drinking while you write to people in prison for murder. Given, given all the ways to procrastinate online, there is a lock for every key and a YouTube page that is just people putting keys in locks. I'm sure if I saw your Google search, it would prove that you're just as much of a sick, sick puppy as the rest of us. I, for one, love Dr. Pimple Papa. I find her sickeningly satisfying. There's something about watching people get their pores clean that just puts a kick in my step. I watch it to go to sleep. It's like a revolting lava lamp. There's all sorts of fun content like that out there for sickos like me who use bodily functions to unwind at night. Hey, it beats crack and it's free 90 free. Some other fun, sickeningly satisfying viewing options on Instagram like What's My Ear, Surgery Picks, and loads of videos of a girl just eating a pizza might float your boat. That's it. That chick is a millionaire. She's a millionaire. Who is the asshole now? I asked that question. I love watching people ice cakes. 
<laughs> my Jules just listens yeah. to people getting chiropractic adjustments. Mm-hmm. People getting cracked mm-hmm. is his crack. My point is, why hate? If the learning channel has pivoted to only disgusting TV shows like When Skin Goes Wrong and My Feet Are Killing Me, can you really sit in judgment of people's choices? If it grosses you out so much, put on a Meg Ryan rom-com. Those make me sick to my stomach. Good luck, you judgy son of a bitch. And happy popping. Legit TLC. Go and look at their programming sometime. What worries me about the programming of TLC is that not only is it... I wish. Okay. I'm surprised they actually haven't... Like, we're going to exhume the corpse of... uh, Was it Left Eye who died? I would not be surprised. Because the TLC programming is not only the most disgusting, like, if you want to see humanity at its worst, like, the worst feat, the biggest people that we have to cut out of their home, you know, the things that skin is falling off of their faces, that's the learning channel now. That's it. That's the content. I'm okay. I've learned. But they're no fools. I would t- I, I tune in for that stuff. That's how Dr. Pimple Popper, she, you know, become a gajillionaire. She was doing okay to begin with, but now she's like a gajillionaire. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be real. Her YouTube page was making a lot of cash. I just, I just, I just can't. You haven't watched a single episode? I've watched a little bit of it, and I just can't. I saw her on Instagram before she was YouTube famous. And I started following all of her everything. There really is an Instagram page that's just called What's in My Ear. And it's people getting things removed from their ear, which should, in theory, haunt my nightmares. Instead, when you look at it, you're like, I just, you know what? I just want to watch like three videos of some guy getting a bug pulled out of his ear and I'll just like conk right out. It's so relaxing. The fact is, like, I'd be like, how many. In my, if I were in the creative department, I'd be like, "How many episodes can we really get out of?" The answer is two hundred and fifty-two. Are you ready? Yes. It's time to forgive yourself. And it's time instead for Four. a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. I'm forgiving this drink. I'm trying to forgive like myself if, if I drink too much. And I'm drinking too road, much. You know that I... That's okay, because I forgive you. I'm sorry, Your Honor. <laughs> forgive me for drinking and driving specialty cocktail. This week's specialty cocktail is the Forgive and Fernay. Oh. I know, isn't that fun? Let it be said that James Jules Ferris will forgive, but he never forgets. In the meantime, have you seen his keys? He forgot where he put them. Aye. For this, you will need one ounce of Bombay Sapphire, one half ounce Fernet Branca. She's been on this podcast before. One half ounce Pama, P-A-M-A. One ounce of spicy ginger shrub. (laughs) You know where we got that. One ounce of sweet and sour and five Morello cherries. Here's what you're gonna wanna do. Muddle cherries in a glass, then add ice. Add remainder of ingredients into shaker and shake well. Pour into smaller rocks, glass over ice, and garnish with cherries and your lemon twist. Now here's some tasting notes. If 
you are a human being that has survived this pandemic up to this point with only a few physical and emotional scratches, chances are you might be seeing the world through a different lens now. In the best of all possible worlds, perhaps you don't sweat the small stuff anymore. You're willing to let the little things go by. They're just not worth the headache. Should those times prove a little more challenging, you have my permission to walk directly over to your bar and mix yourself up a batch of the Forgiven Frenet. What a wonderful gift you can give to yourself. A cocktail made with Fernet Branca, that wonderful style of Amaro, which is an adventurous journey amidst flavors and emotions, and emotions, which include 27 herbs, roots, and spices that make up its magnificent flavor profile. And you, your lucky so-and-so, are the recipient of this delicious treat just for taking a deep breath, calming down, looking at that person who cut you off in traffic and said, I forgive you. I hope you get a flat tire and get stranded for three days. But I forgive you. Now where's my drink? Dick! I never forgive anyone in traffic. No. Ever. Someone cuts me off. I specifically race up to their side. Uh-huh. I look in the window just to see who wronged me. Of course. And then I act like I'm... In the mafia, you wronged me. You cut me off on Route 280. I'm going to kill you and accidentally kill myself because we're in a car. Right. That was a hell of a scratch. Do you see that? Yeah. Scratched my nose for a little while yeah, there. Wow. She's itchy, okay? Sure. Give a- me my Fernet. Give me my Fernet. Hmm. I think I like the Fernet. I don't remember Fernet. Hmm. Fernet Branca. I oh, like wasn't that. she on Dynasty? Hi, I'm Frenet Branca. Welcome and to my every home. every time my hemorrhoids flare up, <laughs> I use... Hi, I'm Frenet Branca. And before I dress, I caress. <laughs> Hi, I'm Frenet Branca. And any time I kill my husband, I use these Ginso knives. They can cut through anything. Bone, steel, metal, because Hi, it lasts. Hi, I'm Frenet Branca. Can you smell me? That's all I have. <laughs> Which I feel like Fernet would be the kind of thing you'd smell. There's a lot of ingredients. There's a lot of Fernet. That's a, oh God, she's just wearing so much fr- I thought you fell over. That was so abrupt. <gasps> Look at how pretty that oh, is. Oh, this looks good. I have a feeling I'm gonna like it. Me too. I like the glasses. I think I'm gonna like this drink. All right, cheers me. Oh. Oh. Okay, mm. Fernet. Down the hatch you go. Oh, she's nice. Mm. Ooh, Fernay, you stay. Ooh, Fernay, go away. You know what this is? This is Don't an adult go cocktail. Fernay. This has some very adult flavors and tastes in it. it. Does. This is not this is not you're like, I'm gonna relax by the pool with a Fernay. Don't you relax with Fernay Branca. How dare you relax with Fernay? Hi, I'm Fernay Branca, and I'm good for what ails you. Mm. I especially recommend drinking this on an empty stomach, like I am doing right now. I really like this drink. I'm surprised, because it's got a lot of things going on, and I usually like, don't get in the way of my booze. You know, keep it simple. But this feels boozy. Hi, I'm Fernay Branca. Do you know what I like most about the press-ons? I take them off before I shove my hand in someone's beating heart. Fernay. No way, Fernay! This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.